Elder Brother is here with the Randolph Moon. Hello? Oh, Elder Brother! You were supposed to hold the door while I dragged the body! Sorry, Elder Brother. Why I'm dragging it and you are not, I do not know. Help me put him on the altar. There. Now all is ready. We may begin the transfer of the extraordinary. And so begins the end of To Russia With Love. As the dread cultists of Buru begin their ritual with Randolph Moon's body in their basement temple somewhere in Rhode Island, Randolph Moon's mind continues to evade the unfathomable horror of the mannequin somewhere on the psychic plane, thanks to the aid of his friend, Vesper Kingsley. Randolph, it's me. You can stop being a hedge, silly boy. Vesper, over here. Oh, aren't you the tumbleweed? I thought it would be a lot more mobile than the hedge. That's very clever, actually. You sound surprised. No, it's just you've picked things up very fast here. Not a lot of people can do that. It's my gift, you know. Once I see someone else do something, I've got it. And I tell you, once talking pictures come along, I'll have my lines down in record time. One thing at a time, Moon. I haven't got a lot of... Underground, so I don't... Vesper... You're fading in and out. I have to tell you before it's too... Tell me what? The mannequin. What about him? Power derives from followers. Excuse me? Like any god, he and his followers in order to... Vesper. Damn it, girl. Stop doing that. Sorry. Dickie. What? And with that, she's gone. Again. All right, Randolph. Looks like it's up to you now. No more hiding. This joker may be an immortal god of ancient power, but I'm something far worse. An actor! Time to show the mannequin, Buru, or Aunt Nancy, or whatever he is, the full power of the method. Meanwhile, in the bowels of the Siberian wasteland of Tunguska, A group of unusual adventurers make their way down a freshly carved tunnel. I can't sense anything through these walls. What are they made of, do you think? Lead? Not just that. See the strange shine given off by the light? That's not a usual Terran material. What do you mean, Terran? I mean to say that the composition of these walls contains ore from an extraterrestrial origin, which could be interfering with, uh, whatever it is that Vesper claims to do. Claims? Sounds like your friends back at the tavern were right. What? About the spacemen? Oh, don't be ridiculous. I was referring to my mate Leo's theory that the incident which leveled this area was the result of a meteoroid explosion. Thus, the... Doctor? What are you doing? Hmm? Oh, don't mind me. I'm just taking samples of this shiny metal you were talking about. If I could analyze its properties back home... Maybe it would make a superior alloy for my next automaton prototype. I see. I'm sorry, but what kind of doctor are you, Heinrich? I hold a doctorate of philosophy from Austin College. Did you know Austin College is the oldest college in the old TX? Sure, some say Baylor University is. Oh, Baylor. But that was founded before the Lone Star became a state. 
so we don't count them. Plus, technically, it's a university and not exactly a college. Hold on, you're not a real doctor? Excuse me, a holder of a PhD is by definition a real doctor, from the Latin for teacher. I thought you were a scientist. Philosophy is a science of the mind and spirit, dear boy. But if you are referring to my career in mechanical and other technological super sciences, well, that's just something I sort of fell into, really. Fell into? What, just like a little hobby on the side? Originally, yes. But it turned out there aren't a lot of employment opportunities for philosophy graduates in the so-called real world. Who knew? So I went with my unofficial expertise instead. And I'd say it went quite well, all things considered. You do attract the most amazing people, Mr. Broughton. Thank you, boy. Kindly hold this oar for me, would you? I should have room in my bed here for it. May we continue down this tunnel, please? I'd rather not be caught sitting like a duck by the valley men. The who what? The mechorillas, you called them? Ah, mechorillas! You take a disturbing amount of glee in saying that, I've noticed. It's just such a bizarre concept, don't you think? Gorillas in Siberia. That's like running into a polar bear on a tropical island. And that is more bizarre than the fact that they have mechanical eyes and limbs? Well, that just makes sense. A robotic organism, or roborg for short, is the next logical step towards becoming a superior physical being, of course. I'm sure the doctor would agree. Hmm? Never mind. Let's move on, shall we? I think I see an opening up ahead. What can you tell us about this Dr. Ryldaffer, Heinrich? Other than the fact that he's a raving loon? Well, as you have already noticed, he is a bit homicidal sometimes. Uh, We in the scientific circles refer to it as intellectual rage. Did I ever tell you that scientists can get very defensive of their work? Mr. Riley, as we called him, took it to, uh, shall we say, a new level. As I understood it, he thought of himself as unlocking the very powers of God to create and then to recreate living beings entirely at his behest. Naturally, he didn't take the criticisms of his peers very well. They would use words like dubious or unethical, or insane, or mad scientist. I remember one peer review that referred to him as Rihel Quacker. I don't mean to be rude, Heinrich, but could we perhaps keep our voices down? This chamber seems quite large, and sound is bound to carry a lot further here than in the tunnel. Keep our voices down? Whatever for? They left the door wide open for us in case you'd forgotten, Matten. This is clearly a trap we're walking into. Wonderful. Hello again. Ah, if it isn't the cold-hearted murderer of my pet griffin. Glad to hear I made an impression. And I see that you still prefer to hide behind an intercom. Of course. I just don't want to get my coat dirty when my pets rip you apart. Excuse me? Mechorillas! Oh, stop that, Dickie. You How you do is play things for ten of my mechanized simian warrior core! I think you mean core. Core. I meant that. I think I preferred mechorillas. No, no. Damn, I still have no effect on their minds. Of course not. 
My corps respond only to my command from my council here, deep within the facility. Pardon me, Mr. Broughton, but uh, may I borrow your trophy? My, my Mechorilla head? But why? I assure you, young man, that phrasing it in the form of a question was a mere formality out of politeness now handed over. You behave like the classic laboratory rat. Easily herded right to where I want you. I'm sorry, where we want you. What? Hello, Matthew, darling. Swallow. Duh. We are fated to be together, I think. Hmm? You really have a strange way of showing affection. Sveziva, dear madam. And it is with affection that I am keeping the doctor from turning his beasts on you after all. Well, very kind of you. I don't suppose it's out of any sense of empathy for us? Not this time, no. You see, I want your... Scepter of Khan! In her hand, look! So that must make you the infamous Natasha. I am impressed. Those naive little mongoloids sent you, did they? What did they tell you? That it can heal? Did they also tell you that in the wrong hands it can kill? Behold! What are you doing to that gorilla? Ah, She's killing it! I can hear its pain in my mind! What are you doing, Agent Swallow? Just a demonstration of our power. Now that you know what we can do, darling, I will give you one last chance to leave and never come back. And let you and Stalin take over the world with mechorillas and death staves? The world? Oh, little dicky. Richard, please. Is that what you think this is about? Comrade Stalin has no desire to rule the world. He just wants Trotsky destroyed. Leon Trotsky? Are you telling me all this is to kill one man? Comrade Trotsky is very tenacious, you know. And Comrade Stalin can be a little, how you say, over the top. I'm almost embarrassed to be here. You and me both, Dickie. Enough! Out of kindness, I give you one last chance to leave. Return to your mongoloid friends and tell them you found nothing. I believe the term you mean is Mongolians, my dear. Duh. What is the difference? Well, mongoloid refers to a major human classification of race, or one who is mentally disabled. A Mongolian is the man right behind you. What? We meet again, acolyte Natasha. Master Lu. (laughs) Who are they? They look like the unknown. I neglected to mention the other passengers we left behind in the air bear. The monks of Zhaolin. You will kindly hand over the scepter, Natasha, or there will be trouble. Never. I say, watch out, Lou. She's turned your staff into a death stick. If she touches you... Thank you for your concern, Mr. Dickey. But, as you can see, she has to touch me first. How can you move so fast? If you had stayed to finish your training acolyte, you would know. Now... Sleep. Poor Natasha. Such a disappointment. Grab the scepter, Master Lou. It's time to go. Hello? What is happening? He didn't swallow? If you'll pardon the interruption, Dr. Reichel Daffer, I think you should come out now. What? What? Dr. Von Kliegel, is it? 
the renowned death dealer of American weapons of death. Well, I don't usually introduce myself as such, no. Oh, I have long dreamt of the day I could have my vengeance upon a fellow scientist. Appear, you call yourself. I have no more appear to you as a god is to an end. You are worthless. Well, I, I am Yahweh. Giver of life! That's nice. Does this mean you're not coming out of your hole, then? Let me answer your simple question with a simple declaration. Attack my ape core! Rip them limb from limb! Behind me, sister. Hold on. Why aren't they moving? Oh, that's just because I've overridden their control signal while you were all yapping away at each other. Do you people ever stop talking? Anyway, watch. Mechorillas, find your master and bring him to us. How the hell did you do that? Why, with your borrowed monkey head, of course. As I said, fight science with science. Doesn't sound good. Whatever he did is bringing down the complex right on top of us. Then I suggest we make haste for the exit, Master Lou! He's already down the tunnel, and so are we. Come on, Dickie! Ah, jolly good then. Run! That doesn't sound good, does it? And neither does the ominous chanting in the skies above the psychic wasteland that is Randolph Moon's mind. We take you there now. Uh-oh! Hear that, Randolph? My followers have begun the ritual. I admit that I am impressed that you eluded me for so long. But it was all for naught. The transferal is underway. Soon, they will call forth their great buru into your body. And I will live again! Yeah, that's what I figured they do. What? Randolph, is that you? Disguised as me? Not a disguise, mannequin. I have essentially become you. See, I've been studying you during my time here. Your mannerisms, your motivation, the subtext behind your words. Maya, what? It doesn't matter. Any second now, your followers will call Buru to them. Except they're going to get the wrong one. Oh, really? And where will I be? Gone. Crushed underneath my foot like... Like an ant crushed by a god. <laughs> oh, really? That's a good one. And what makes you think you're more powerful than an elder god, boy? Something Vesper was trying to tell me. Gods like yourself... You get your powers from your followers, but what have you got? Maybe a few thousand who remember who you even are? Well, I'm a movie star, pal. My followers number in the millions across the globe. At least, according to my publicist. You, that's... No. No way! Yes way. Wanna see a trick, mannequin? What are you... You're growing! Am I... Or are you just getting smaller? No! This can't be! 
Oops! Looks like you're just the dweller on the depths of my shoe now, you psychotic little dwarf. Hey, what's that? Feels like a tugging. Like I'm being... Wait, wait! You! Did you say Zulu? Uh, what? Uh, uh, no, uh, brother. I, I said Guru. Guru? I mean, uh, Hulu. He said Buru, of course. I heard him. Well, okay, I... Wait. Are you a woman? Me? N- no, I'm just very young. Brothers, hold them! Damn it! Looks like the jig is up, Dunlap. Let go of me! Intruders in our most sacred temple! Yeah, real sacred-looking basement you got here. Love the holy mildew odor. Gives it real charm. Who are you? Los Angeles PD, pal. A what? You are a little far from Los Angeles, aren't you? I told you we don't have jurisdiction out here, detective. And I told you not to speak when we infiltrated this place or they beg us! Enough! My brothers, we have two interlopers who have seen the things reserved only for the chosen. You know what the consequences are. Uh, we all get drunk? Quiet! You shall both be sacrificed to the great Buru to help bring him forth from the ether. What say you, brothers? I say we let him go. I said quiet. Brother Lovecraft... As our newest initiate, you may have the honor of plunging the ceremonial dagger into their unworthy heart. Stop. Who said that? Sullivan, look. It's... it's... Randolph. No, not anymore. The transferal, it worked. Great Lord Buru, is it really you? Of course, you fools. After long eons slumbering in my city within the dreamlands, I have returned. I feel renewed, more alive than ever. You are pleased with your new body, Great One? Mmm, yes. It feels strong, virile, and impossibly handsome. Dare I say you have found the most perfect human specimen the world has ever seen. See, I told you. I still say Douglas Fairbanks would have... What was that? You human flea. Nothing, great lord. I welcome you back to this world after so long. We we have two sacrifices here for you to feast on. Hey, a man and a woman, you may have your pick or take both as an offering of our loyalty. You leave the girl out of this, you sick bastards. I can handle myself, detective. Thank you. Unhand them. Let me draw in their scent, up close and personal, so that I may determine their use to me. As you wish, my lord. Mmm. Yes. God, get away from me, you- Calm down, Sully. It's me. Moon? Shh. Play along. Uh, Moon! No! What have you done to him? The Randolph Moon this world knew is gone, policeman. His mind is lost in time and space. Behold the rebirth of the great Lord Buru. The Elder God returned to the world so that it may know true fear and tremble in horrors unimaginable. What shall we do to them, great lord? 
Place them upon the altar for sacrifice. Submit their minds for your consumption to feast upon their sanity. Don't think so mundane, my little monkeys. I will shape them into soldiers to turn them upon the world as one of us. Leave me alone with them for a moment, all of you. But, uh, great lord... All of you! Or would you rather be the first of humanity's ranks to fall beneath my power? No, of course not. I'll go first. Come, my brothers. We'll be upstairs, my lord, uh, waiting for you. I said go. Yes, lord. Wait for me, Luigi. Finally. I don't know how much longer I could have taken those accents. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Excuse me, but can someone explain what's going on? Why, hello, pretty lady. Sorry to be so rude. Oh, that's... I mean, not at all. I just... Uh... I knew it! You act all tough, but you're just a moist little teenager around. Ow! Ooh, sassy, too. We're gonna get along just fine. <laughs> Detective P.J. Dunlap of the Los Angeles Police Department, Mr. Moon. I'm your biggest fan. Well, that's quite a bold statement. Maybe later you can prove it. Oh, my. Come on! This is not the time for hanky-panky, Moon. Thanks for the save and all, but we gotta get out of here before those psychos return. What, are you crazy? We're not going anywhere. What? Why not? I don't know how many cults you've led, Sully. But this is my first, and I've got plans, partner. Big plans. You're gonna be my right-hand man. Oh, no. What a way to end our tale, huh? Our adventurers in Russia, possibly buried beneath the earth itself. Randolph Moon impersonating a now very squishy god. And Officer Sullivan put on the spot. Will he accept this most unusual new job? Will Randolph use his new status for good? Or for his own amusement? Don't you hate unresolved cliffhangers? Boy, I sure do. Almost as much as I hate having to wait. Until October, when we perform the next tale live at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California. To find out what happens next, if you want to know, and by gum of course you do, then either come to the shows or tune in your internet dial as we take you to sunny Australia with a new chapter, Plunder Down Under, or Blunder Down Under. Uh, frankly, we don't have a name for it yet. Please think of one that stinks less than Blunder Down Under and send it to us here at Tales of the Extraordinary! To Russia with Love is copyright 2010. That's the future, folks. By MTC Studio and Michael T. Coleman. And star the vocal talents of Alison Bellin, Jordan Byrne, Michael T. Coleman, Julie Hoverson of fellow radio podcast 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Listen in at 19NocturneBoulevard.net. Dallas and Jaffe, Joseph Newhouse, Chris Rickabaugh, and the girl your girl could taste like, Justina Sexton. Thanks for tuning in. Good night to the internet and all the airships at sea.